Well, hello and welcome everybody to the Common Sense Nutrition Podcast. My name is Kristen Peterson and I am here today with my very first ever guest speaker on my podcast. I'm here with my friend, Heather Randall, who is a dietitian. She graduated from uh, the ASU Dietetics Program and she interned for the Gilbert School at the Gilbert School District and did something in the in the school lunch program, which is super cool. And she's also a mom of three teeny weeny human beings. So the fact that I was able to grab her for a few minutes and ask her to, to sit in on this podcast with me is just awesome. So Heather and I thought that we wanted to put our heads together and answer the age old question of, hey mom, what's for dinner? Because <laughs> it's a question that never goes away. So we're calling this our, hey mom, what's for dinner? Top tips from a dietitian and a health coach. So thank you so much for being here with me, Heather. Oh yeah, definitely. This is a hot topic. <laughs> we eat every day, no matter what. <laughs> and even for those of us who like, I think I'm kind of good at this question or at least putting food on the table every day, every week, it's still just, even for me, it's work. It's, it's, oh, not, yeah. it's not an easy topic. No, it's not. And I love being a specialist in this particular field because you get to answer questions for people who are, like you said, they're either at a zero where they don't cook or they, mm -hmm. they don't eat healthy at all. Or maybe they're, they cook some, they're at kind of like a five mm -hmm. and they, they try to eat, they want to eat healthier, or they might be at a 10 and they, they cook and they have a clear picture of health. It's just really fun to see where people are at. Absolutely, in all different ranges of that spectrum. And I know in nutrition school for health coaching, we were taught to meet people where they're at. So I love that this question can really, it relates to anybody, no matter, like, because I probably am somebody who's more up toward the 10, maybe a seven or eight. But it, like I said, even then you struggle because there's times where you just don't feel like thinking about what's for dinner. Yeah, <laughs> So I thought that maybe it would be a good way, a, a good, a good way for us to kind of broach this subject is just not necessarily telling people what to eat or what to plan, but maybe just how, like some, just some quick tips on how we can just plan some quick, easy, healthy, and affordable meals and kind of just bounce some, like some of my top tips and some of your top tips back and forth and hopefully yeah. just shed some light for people. So Absolutely. and we're no, no matter where you're at and whether you're a zero or a five or a 10 on that scale, I think it all starts with the same question. Like I put on my spyglass and I start become like a, <laughs> a detective and I, I start to dissect and I, I ask everybody the same thing. What is going on in your kitchen? Right, Kristen? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> it starts there because the best way to make any quick meal is by having proper kitchen tools. I think that's a good place that I usually start with people. Absolutely. And it can be something as simple as just how organized is your kitchen? Oh yeah. I've gone into people's kitchens and when I, when I have the opportunity to go to their homes, if they live near me and I can get to them, I like to just go and with no judgment, but just go in and like open their cabinets and drawers and just see where are things placed? Because if you can have a, an understandable layout it, it just makes yeah. it, like you don't want to have your you know your cookware jumbled in with your cups and glasses right it needs yes. to be in it's in a specific place like cookware like you know frying pans and pots and pans should be 
close yeah. to the stove, right? <laughs> right. And you're sure there's no judgment, right? No judgment. <laughs> I've seen <laughs> it all. <laughs> Have you opened your eyes big at all? <laughs> I try not. But you know what? I like when I can see things when I do look in people's kitchens where I'm like, let's move this. Let's re let's yeah. organize things. Because like I said, just simply putting like, put your cups next to your refrigerator. Cause when you're in front of the fridge and you try to get a drink, that's where you want to pour it. Right. Like next to the right. refrigerator. So right. Things like that can just make it where all of a sudden making a meal isn't such a hurdle because things are placed where they should be. Oh, totally. Yeah. And you know, you have to look at like, what are their gadgets like? You know, like, mm -hmm. are you still like buying band-aids because you are like burning yourself with your oven mitts? Cause they have a hole, but you're like dodging that hole. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and no judgment. <laughs> <laughs> I judge. <laughs> like, does your can opener work? Do you, are you, um, are your knives dull? You know what I mean? Like, are you taking forever to cut things? That can be a pain. Yes. I think, and the knives for me is one of those, it's one of my favorite things because I, when I go to other people's homes to cook with them as a coach, I often bring my own knives because I love my knife set. Mm. Uh, and I think people say, Oh no, 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 I have good knives. And, and I'll get to their kitchen and realize that maybe they really don't. But I think the, the, po the point is good, <laughs> a good set of knives <laughs> will make you want to cook. I bought my first and I, I love Cutco knives. I'm not selling them or, or recommending them to anybody, but that's what I love. And I bought my very first, my very first one. Gosh, I was in my early twenties long time ago. <laughs> but it made me realize that at that early of an age, that just having that one good knife made me like all of a sudden I like to cook to slice the tomatoes and yeah. whatever I was cooking. Cause I wasn't, and it's also not a hazard. Like a dull knife is dangerous. You're going to lose yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. Talk about needing band-aids. Right. Yes. And I think, you know, if some people they're going to go and be like, Oh, I need a cut co knife set. Right. Cause they want to be like Kristen. Yes. And when you look at the prices on those things, they can be, um, you know, it's like 800 to $1,300 for a set and worth every dime. But, so that's also another good topic to hit. Like, what if you're just starting off and you don't have money for, for kitchen tools? Yeah. Do you want to know what I tell people or do you? What do you tell people? I, would, I do want to know. Okay. So we, we go out to eat, right? And we spend $50, I mean, for two people, easy right. on just one meal. Yeah. So maybe stay in and have an affordable mill, a cheaper mill, and put that money away each month to, or each week, or, you know, I don't know how much money you're spending on that and put it away to buy a new tool Absolutely. or yeah. You like that? Oh, I do. I love it because your kitchen, think about how much time you spend in there, whether you're yeah. just cooking meals or people gathering in there. Like when you have people to your home, that's your gathering place. So. Right. And people might be thinking, okay, like, wow, Heather, you just saved me 50 bucks. But, you know, that's just one time of eating out. Mm -hmm. And Amazon, they do um, like payment plans, not just for Cutco knives. I'm not talking about that specifically. But if there is a kitchen tool that you wanted and it was a little bit up there on price, like you could do, you could do little payment plans or even um, you could find a direct sales company that you're in love with that sells kitchen items. Mm -hmm. You can buy into the company and use the discount. I mean, 
that's a happy buyer, right? We all have, well, a lot of us have memberships to Costco and you, you buy that, buy into that and then you get to go into the store and shop. So maybe do something like that. Absolutely. I mean, cause it's all just about having the right tools for the job. And I'm mm-hmm. all about that. And you really don't need to have, you know, like you're saying, a, a, a really expensive set of knives can be, a good set of knives can be really expensive, but you don't have to buy high end. But if you have just some basic, simple things, like a good set, a good clean set of sheet pans, um, yes. you know, you, cause you can line those things with aluminum foil and make sheet pan dinners and put things in the oven that all on one sheet pan. Um, even just something like a cast iron skillet is one of my most favorite things. And my gosh, that's the kind of thing, they're really not a pricey item that lodge brand and you'll have it like literally forever. A cast iron skillet is the kind of thing you'll hand down to your kids and grandkids someday. Cause yeah, it's yeah. If you love it and take care of it, you'll have it forever. And for yep. me, honestly, like I, I love having a good cutting board. Like I love having a cutting board. That's more like a work surface instead of just like a little tiny place to chop. Like I like a big, you know, it's a big, huge cutting board. So that kind of, then I can yeah. spread out and I can have multiple things going on and, it just has, yeah. it's made cooking enjoyable and easy for me. Have you ever bought things secondhand? You know, I actually have. When I helped my oldest son move into his first apartment, we went to Goodwill and cleaned up. We got all sorts of great, like, corningware yeah. and baking dishes and stuff secondhand. And there was nothing wrong with them. People get rid of that stuff all the time. You can buy it for pennies on the dollar. Oh, I've even gotten rid of things on accident. Not <laughs> a box taken on accident. That's not fun. <laughs> Where did I put that corningware I just bought? Somebody yep. taken out. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. I also love, um, and I know it's one of those kitchen tools that everybody, I, everybody has to have one. It's been on the hot button for everybody, but I love my Instant Pot. Oh my gosh, the pressure cooker. Yeah. Yes. There's some with like seven different settings. And that's a, another great organization tool is if you find what you love to cook with and make sure that it has different, you know, ways, like it can cook yogurt, it can cook chicken real fast, it can fry, you know, whatever you want. That's a great, great way to save space. I know. Cause I do. It's like, once you start using your instant pot, you start wondering what else can I cook in this thing? Oh my yeah. God, everything. <laughs> yes, for sure. Absolutely. Um, so Heather, I'm also a big fan of like big batch cooking where you can, you know, cook something once and eat it twice. And it just makes, cause you can make like, like, for example, like you can just do like a big sheet pan meal and put everything on one sheet pan. You can put, if you choose to use animal protein, you can put the protein and the vegetables and everything on one sheet pan and kind of just toss it with some herbs and spices and salt and pepper and put it in the oven and I love, you know, you have, if you double that up, mm-hmm. and you have it for dinner tonight, that can be lunch for tomorrow. You can portion it off into little like weekday lunch boxes and kind of plan that on purpose so that it becomes just easier. Yeah. That's, that's also huge is, um, is prepping meal prep is huge. And I absolutely agree with you. And so if you're, if you're wanting to do that sort of thing, I would ju- just recommend be really easy on your seasonings. And that way, you know, you can use the chicken in any sort of genre of food. You know, if you're, if you're putting, 
fajita seasonings on it, it might not go well in like an Italian dish later, but yeah, definitely. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> like, huh, why do these meatballs taste like they were stir fried? Like Asian stir fried. <laughs> Kristen said, I can do this. This is not working. <laughs> you know what? That's something else we learned when I was in nutrition school. They taught us to just make make very like almost like unflavored or unseasoned food, but to yes. keep a variety of clean condiments on hand, like things like yeah, some soy sauce and stuff, and that you can put out at the table. Like if you just put some plain chicken on the table, especially if you have little kids, and I'm sure Heather, you you know, you're right in the thick of it with a, with mm -hmm. the and if they're picky, they can add whatever condiment they like to it or dip it in something. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Definitely. Yeah. You know what my fate going on that topic of being super busy and needing to feed little people and being tired. Um, my favorite cooking tool is a microwave steamer that actually cooks my chicken in eight minutes and my quinoa in 12 minutes. There are things out there and you really, really need to re like evaluate yourself. Are you still waiting 60 minutes for the oven? You know, are you still waiting four to eight hours for the crock pot? I, I am not dissing on the crock pot. That thing has fed my family for 11 years. But the trusty crock pot being taken away it. by the instant pot. <laughs> yes, for sure. Switch it out. Don't, don't do that to yourself anymore. You can't wait four to eight hours. It's just sometimes, you know, we're all in our different seasons of life. And my season is not waiting for things. Absolutely. So Another um, thing is, do you do salad in a jars? I love salad in a jar. It's yeah, one of my favorite things ever, and it's such a fun way, just to just for the the socialization of it. But what I love the yeah. most is like the day after you've done salad in a jar, that you have all those meals. So I, you tell us, tell us a little bit about what a salad in a jar, like we do it as an event, right? So tell us a little bit about that. Okay. This has been a total game changer. This is all you do. Basically, you invite some friends over. They bring two salad ingredients that are already washed and prepped, ready to go. You put everybody's ingredients. I, I usually gather, um, it works with probably a minimum of like six people, but I gather about 12 people. Mm -hmm. They put all their ingredients on my table, potluck style, they bring four large wide mouth mason jars and we load up. And so each day after that event, I have four already made salads that have tons of variety, variety in them, tons yeah. of different things. Because way more, everybody, way more yeah. than you would eat if you made it yourself. Mm -hmm. Yes. That is the magic of it. It's like a salad that you look forward to making and it doesn't like it's, you don't even have to prep anything. You literally dump it in a jar. It's, yeah. it's, it's a game changer. I totally agree. You dump and, it in a bowl from the jar. Right. <laughs> I gotcha. I gotcha. Backwards. So because you can also, like you and I were talking before we got on here about it doesn't have to just be salad in a jar. I know I've gotten together with friends in the past and we've done soup in a jar. And mm. have you, I've, I have yet to try this, but I really want to do like a burrito in a jar. Oh my gosh. Yes. And you can do, go ahead. You can do overnight oats in a jar. Mm. Yes. You can make protein bars, but I'm, I'm curious, what were you going to say? 
I forget what I was gonna say. <laughs> oh no! Okay, so you can also do like. I just was. I think I was saying that I just love. I, I love the the community sense of it, and it just makes. It's just that whole idea. Like it doesn't have to be salad in a jar, or burrito in a jar, or whatever. It's just the idea of getting together with your neighbors or your just your close circle of friends, even, and just mm -hmm. everybody you know gather and put some thought into meal prepping and everybody leaves with a certain amount to take back home. Like you bring something, you take something home. Yes. And we do anything that creates that path of least resistance. Like that, that yes. is magic of the, the, the answer to the Hey Mom What's for dinner. And, you know, you were talking about your steamer and how it's like that fast, easy thing. And I love that idea. And I loved using it like just for, you know, I use, I did that too recently with um, a microwave steamer just for, you know, vegetables like broccoli, just to quickly steam it and super fast. But I also, not to be, keep going back to the instant pot, but I always like to tell people with, with rice or quinoa or any grains, like that takes way too long, right? Like brown rice takes like 45 minutes to cook. Who has yeah. 45, don't have 45 minutes? And I don't, want, I don't want to. But what I do is I make a big batch of it, whether I do it on the stove or I do it in the instant pot. I'll make a big batch of the rice or the quinoa and then separate it into like once it cools into like sandwich size bags and then lay them flat and put them in my freezer. Cause then like rice is the, you know, a side dish or a portion of, you can get some whole grains into a meal super easy. If it's already cooked, all you gotta do is let it thaw and it's done right. and you didn't, yeah. didn't have to take 45 minutes. <laughs> I don't have 45 minutes, Kristen. So. <laughs> Not when people are clinging to your leg asking for food. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hungry. <laughs> yes. You know what else I have? Like I've, I've got one last tip that I'll give people here is I have a Pinterest board and I love it. Um, you know, other, I share it with other people. Like when we do, I know, and Heather, you, you participate in this clean eating program that, um, that we do as well. And we, we, we are always encouraging people to try new things and to just eat, you know, clean, healthy foods, as much fruits and vegetables as possible, small amounts of, you know, animal protein if they choose. But I share my Pinterest board with the people that do that program with us. But for me, myself, even if I didn't share it with anybody, for me, myself, I love that I have a place to, it's like a recipe board. It's, I kind of have gotten away from flipping through the magazines or looking through cookbooks, yes. recipe books anymore, magazines. I pin everything to the board. So even when I'm going, oh, what am I going to put on my menu this week? <laughs> I'm going to answer my I question. I love your board. Your Thank board you. answered my questions many, many <laughs> times. My yes. board answered my questions today because I had to run to the grocery store and I was like, oh my God, I'm just going to go on my Pinterest board. And it always just helps remind me of the things that, like I'll pin things that maybe I haven't tried yet, but then I can still see, like, it's just, it's inspirational for me. So I encourage people to do something like that. Or if you do still love the good old fashioned paper and the magazines and the recipe books, then, you know, use those and put sticky tabs all over your, all over your, all over your cookbooks. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Do it. Nothing wrong with that. So yeah, I think I'm hoping that was helpful. Heather, do you have anything else, any other tips or things that we can take away before we wrap this up? Um, not really. I think just the, the point is, is that no matter where you're at on your journey of healthy eating, it, it starts in the kitchen. And so just take a minute, look around, 
Are you just doing the same routine that isn't working for you every single day? You know, let's just reevaluate. Let's invest in some kitchen tools. Let's, let's get going on your Pinterest board or follow Kristen's Pinterest board. Let's, let's do it and, or invite community members. I just, I guess I'm just doing a little bit of a recap of, yeah, of the important points. And so make friends. We're all in this together. We all have to eat. Like for some reason, our bodies need food, right? <laughs> it's the gas in our tank and you got to put good gas in to get that, keep that engine going as long as you can. Yeah, absolutely. We are all on that journey. So I think that was a great recap. I really do. So thank you for doing that. And I'm going to go ahead and, and wrap things up for us here today. But first off, I just want to thank you so much, Heather, for being on here with me today and giving me all this time and blessing me and all of the people that are going to listen to this podcast with this, because I know it is, I have two kids. I cannot imagine having three. So I appreciate so much that you snuck out of your house and uh, went and hid in your car so that we could do this podcast. <laughs> just awesome. So, and I hope that the, our, that the people listening to this found this content to be valuable. And I'm really hoping that if they do, if you love this, you want to share it with a friend and also be sure to check out my website, commonsensenutritionaz.com and feel free to shoot me a message and let me know what you'd like me to touch on in future podcasts because I do read that stuff. Of course, I want to be touching on topics that are relevant to you and helpful. And then when you're in my website, be sure to click on that programs button to learn more about that clean eating program that Heather and I mentioned that we participate in and lead each month. And in that program, I've taken my knowledge of holistic nutrition, health coaching, and preventive health, and I combine that with my knowledge of different dietary theories, and I use this to help coach you through a lifestyle program with a 10-day monthly jumpstart. So I'm really excited for you to check it out. And again, message me through my website, commonsensenutritionaz.com to get started. And until next time, this is Kristen Peterson with my very first guest ever, my dietitian friend, Heather Randall. Stay healthy, eat clean, and thank you for listening to my Common Sense Nutrition Podcast.